Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 46, question mark? Yeah, of, no, that's totally right. Of There's No Place Like Tara, uh, Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I'm Nixie. I am Grace. And today we're going over season three, episode one, Into the Fire, a.k.a. AKA yeah! <laughs> because that is the greatest part of the entire oh episode. Oh my gosh. <laughs> General Hammond of Texas. I will say, when we watched it, um, we were hanging out with the Stormy and the Thorgy named Kaylee. The, uh, <laughs> yes, the, the two mascots were meeting for the first time, And actually. it was a crazy day, and even above all that, I was like, guys, guys, this is really important. Hammond just yeah. yee Yes. <laughs> you two just pay attention for a minute. Of course, they don't care because they're dogs. No. But, but it was absolutely the best part. They're of like, care. I'm sorry. I'm chewing on the other dog's yeah, ear right I'm, now. I'm busy, like, slobbering across the world. They were throwing <laughs> slobber the way swimsuit models throw yeah. their hair up in the air. Or, like, da- like when you, you're watching, like, <laughs> if you're seeing again, I grew up dancing. I'm, like, at the end of a dance competition, if you at the end, and, like, the when you spin and that, that sweat just goes flying yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that too. I just liken them to supermodels because yeah. they're both derps. They're pretty derpy. <laughs> and that's it for the puppy cast. That's the puppy cast fortune. <laughs> um, so, start of season three. We've made it to season three, guys. Yeah, more than anything, holy crap, we've made it this we've far. We've made it to season three. It still feels like just yesterday that I met the SG team at all. In fact, well, I was thinking about Kowalski the other day. It's actually almost been a year. <laughs> wow. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I guess that's true. We've almost been podcasting for a year. What? That is a long time. Yeah. I'm surprised. And actually, um, guys, stay tuned for the spoiler section after this because um, I have a few. Th- Last night, I was looking for something to watch and it ran across um, on whatever streaming service I was on. It had both <laughs> Stargate uh, Arc of Truth and Stargate Continuum, which, um, to let you know, Grace, yes. were the two... After SG One ends, like Atlantis is still going on. Okay, um, they made two movies. Um, <gasps> awesome for uh, like for Sci Fi Channel and DVD release, Blu Ray release. Right on. Um, and so I went. You know, I've been focused so long for the past year on the first couple seasons and, and watching these in order, and I haven't yeah. seen the later stuff. And so it was. It was really fun to go back and watch stuff that's on the complete <laughs> opposite end of this, wow. you know, 11-year run So of what Star you're Game. telling me is these movies are spoilerific and oh I should God, stay away. Don't even okay. consider watching these. <laughs> don't even read the blurb description. Don't, yeah, don't even okay, read... Actually, don't read the blurb description okay. because there are characters named or characters oh not named that oh I don't my. want you to see. So, gotcha. like, don't even... Don't even. Holy fuck. Don't even think about okay, it. Okay, I'm stopped. Um, what? What are we talking about? <laughs> but it, one one of the movies kind of continues on a storyline from the show, and one of the movies is kind of a standalone thing. Gotcha. So, okay. Um, but both of them are really good, and I'm going to talk about those briefly in completely off the top of my head with no preparation of notes, uh, at least my views of going back and watching that for a couple of years. Stay tuned for a spoiler cast. Spoiler cast! All right, let's get this show on the road. All righty. Uh, Into the Fire first aired June 25th, 1999. I think we our last one was like in February. Yeah. So we had a nice little jump. Uh, written by Brad Wright, directed by Martin Wood, two names we've never heard before. No, nope. who are these people? Why are um, we here? We have two people who have made a joyous return in this episode. <gasps> yes! That is, like, always happy to see them back. One of them, Braytac. Braytac is back! And for a second I was like, oh crap, Braytac's dead. But, <laughs> spoilers, Braytac's not. not dead. Uh, <laughs> and, and Walter. Walter. I was really happy to see Walter. I didn't realize how much I missed him until I saw him again. I know. I mean, <laughs> Gary Jones, man. Yeah. Anytime, anytime you see Gary Jones <laughs> on screen. It was really weird. It was one of those things where I was like, oh, yeah. We've had uh, known Walter for so long. It's nice to have Walter We've been back. unwaltered. Yeah, give me some more Walter. Now I'm back on. I'm back on the, exactly. the Walter wagon. But yeah, so Tony Amendola, <laughs> Gary Jones, always welcome to have back to the show anytime we can have them. So, um, on we have a little previously on. Hey, yes. the teams in the future. Hey, yeah. no, they're not the being lied to. 
Hey, they have memory buttons. They're the gold! <laughs> ah. And Teal leaves the SGC and we shed a tear. Yes. And Jack uh, breaks everyone out. They're on a gold ship. Hathor! Yeah. And someone's going to emergency. Someone's going to get a gold. I'm really sorry. Roller coaster of emotion! It's and... still a minute! <laughs> Woo! Okay. <laughs> I this like is, it. I'm for it. You know, normally Keep I'm popped up on caffeine or something when I record this uh-huh. podcast. This is a lack of podcast. Little did we know that the caffeine reigns the Nixie in. Yes. <laughs> yes. I apologize for breaking into the Eagles I this early just, yeah. into the podcast. <laughs> Whereas I'm just a raw nerve of puppy training. <laughs> Come at me, bro. <laughs> I will squirt you with a squirt gun so fast. <laughs> Uh, so we start the episode at the SGC. Colonel Makepeace and SG3 races in from the gate, and Makepeace goes like straight through the door into command, asks Walter where Hammond is, uh, upstairs in his office. Where he usually would be. Races yeah. into his office, and, and while Hammond is talking to Major Davis about needing three more teams, because it's a big galaxy out there. Yeah. And he and Makepeace quickly goes, Look, we ran into members of the Tokra, they know where SG1 is, and they've been taken prisoner by Hathor. Yes. Dun dun dun. Let's give you a recap because clearly you weren't watching the recap that we just gave the viewers. Exactly. <laughs> and credits. Um, so in the briefing room, Hammond's a bit confused. Mm-hmm. Why is he looking at blueprints of his own base? Right. Um, but apparently the Tokers say, unlike Cheyenne Mountain, the exterior of Hathor's base is basically unguarded and they shouldn't really get any resistance until they're inside. Uh, Davis asks if they can trust the Tok'ra. Clearly, mm-hmm. he has not been watching the show or reading mission reports for the past right. year. Right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and he's like, well, if they have someone on the inside, can't they do something to help? And Hammond quickly shuts him up by reminding him that they did do something to help. That's how they got the That's intel. why we're here, yeah. Um, <laughs> he tells Walter to get the president on the phone because Walter. Walter, you're back. Good to see you. Where's the president? <laughs> That's all that conversation. Fun thing, the little, like... Egyptianized blueprints are based are like s- seemingly actual, correct to the set. Oh, nice! Yeah, that's cool. Well, I guess that makes sense because if you've got to start from somewhere, you might as well start from like truth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's like when you make a actual... mock up of something, you're like, well, I might as well use what this will actually be used for. Yeah, it's like the actual set <laughs> set blueprints type right thing. On. So I'm gonna build myself a Stargate set. And that's the thing. I always <laughs> and I, and I don't. It's just. It seems like the actual level would go on farther, but no, this is just the layout of the set, which <laughs> I find really yeah. adorable. It's all we need if you're going to make a fake Stargate. It was, uh, Cheyenne yeah. Mountain is just this small That's set, it. so you might as well just build that set. Just build that, nothing yep. else, and you're done. And then Minimum effort <laughs> uh, required. <laughs> and then Davis makes a major mistake, and he questions having F- every SG team av- available ready to deploy, uh, and questions committing the resources of the entire command for just one team. And Hammond informs him that he has a lot to learn about how they do things around no here. No kidding, yeah. Uh, and clearly the president gave him the go-ahead, uh, and Hammond gives his amazing go-get-them speech. Because of the risk, he'd rather not order them. And in the middle of asking if there are any willing to take a step <laughs> forward, every single one of them does so in unison. It's enough to almost get emotional this over. This is pretty great. I wrote down all the teams. Yeah. yeah. All the teams. <laughs> well, it's not all the teams. It's three, but, five, yeah. six, and 11. <laughs> uh, but they have this amazing editing shot right here. Okay. So you have, you're, you're watching Hammond and you see all of the, all of the members, the yeah, teams the going out, teams. running past him. Mm-hmm. And you see the blue lights, you know, the gobos and lights are reflecting <laughs> that shimmer paper yes. shimmering. Yep. And after the gate shuns off, they turn the lights off and they pan over to the gate that's off. And then you're looking through the gate and you see yes. the back wall. And I love the movie magic of them all running through the gate and then around the corner and then crouching down out of frame. Yeah. And then the camera pans back the same way. And instead of Hammond, we see Hathor. Yep, you're back the in team. the other gate. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. loved that transition. That did feel really good. That felt good to watch. Yeah. I wasn't sure what to th- make of it, but I was like, oh, it was just enough to be like, that was smooth. I know. But and also what's, like, oh, what's that was beautiful interesting. is that like... You just cut to the back wall, and that is a super nice place to just turn the camera off. Don't touch it. Everyone get in place. Get Turn the camera back yeah. on and repan over. That is a very clever, yeah, that's true, a very clever practical effect. I know, I liked it. I dig it. Um, so Hathor's asking again, who will be the new host? Her beloved and all the joy they had in each other's <laughs> arms, and Daniel's like, don't make me vomit. Yeah. I try hard not to remember. Yeah. 
Uh, the female who would challenge her, uh, and Sam's like, come at me, bro. Yeah. She's um, like, oh, I'll challenge you. And, and, but the gold has chosen for itself, and apparently the gray does not matter. No. Well. Salt and pepper hair. It just makes them that much more dignified. I know. You know the gold's looking for a dignified exactly. host. <laughs> Fine, Jack says, just do it, but please, not the back of the neck. He has a bit of a neck issue. And as he's saying that, suddenly Raleigh fires a Zat gun at Jack and, and sends a symbiote slithering away. Done. You know, and I thought Jack was like, no, I'm waiting because that's where we're going to shove the Matrix in. Yeah. And he's like, so don't put it there because that's where I'm going to put other things. And she's like, I don't care, is that good? Yeah. And, and Raleigh covers this by saying, well, Jack would have hurt the symbiote. Right. And, and Hathor's like, well, you just shot it with a Zat gun. Yeah, so you are one step from killing it. How is that better? Exactly. <laughs> so back on the planet, outside the ship, um, I have suddenly... Oh, no. I missed a part of my notes. Oh, no. The team arrives on the planet. Done. Led by Makepeace. That never happened. And then he tells the one team, the rest of SG-3 to hold the gate, and everyone right. else runs for the ship. <laughs> so we return to Teal Gun Shulak at night, and he oh, finds yeah. a house broken into, ransacked. Uh, we find out that it is Braytek's house, as he takes Teal down with a leg sweep or so, yeah. <laughs> not knowing who it is. Uh, and Braytek is seriously injured. Uh, apparently, the last of Apophis's personal guard has attacked, you know, did this all this. This is the part where I thought, oh, crap, Braytek's going to die here. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is it. They're he, setting this uh, up. He heals pretty quickly, though. No kidding, yeah. <laughs> uh, but this is the last of Apophis's personal guard left him for dead. Because instead of celebration on Chulak that they hoped, um, apparently everyone on Chulak is worried that Chloral will return. Clorox mm. will return. Um, and Teal'c says that uh, he's here because the rest of his team are prisoners, and he's here to raise an army to free them. Um, so back in the cryogenics room, Jack mm-hmm. is strapped down to the freezing cryogenic tank. Um, she Hathor rips off the memory de- button that probably hurt. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, ow. Like, yeah. just all of the, ow. That hurt. Yeah, well, weren't we just talking in the previous episode of how deep-seated that thing would be? And they weren't sure if it would cause lasting damage. Oh, yeah. But damage, damage, damage. Damage, damage, damage. <laughs> um, but she's like, once you're a host, you'll take the lives of Sam and Daniel yourself, and you will witness their deaths helplessly. Oh, uh, and okay. with that, the um, Gould goes and takes Jack. Or something. Goes through his neck. That looks really pleasant. Uh Uh, And as we hear blasts outside, we see Jack sort of internal face acting, struggling. Yeah, just well, he's he's really good at the the, the wordless acting. We've learned this before. Oh, yeah. We've learned this in other episodes. to act. Um, But I also, like, I wonder what he's channeling. Like, is he remembering the time that he ate some really terrible, like, (laughs) Thai food? Like, don't let it win in your stomach. And then he was like, oh, this is going to hurt coming out later. (laughs) Or, like, what does he channel when he gets to that point? Like, it's like a lot of, like, at some point I think I would just laugh. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure there are cuts where he's laughing. He's like, all right, this is silly. Yeah, but no, I love it. Um, so we see the battle in the Gould parts of the ship. It did not take long for Makepeace to make their way in no. here. Uh, Cathor orders Raleigh to do something in Gould. Uh, but after everyone leaves, instead she reveals that she is the Tok'ra. And Jack just has to fight the, the Gould off a little bit longer. She's going to freeze Jack again because the cryogenic process will kill the Gould. So good for her. She's basically been in hiding for a very long time. Yes. Pretending to be uh, not Tok'ra. Yes. Um, and plus, I like that Ellen is a good guy again. Yes, Ellen's a good guy. <laughs> Ellen from Supernatural is a good guy. <laughs> uh, but it's it's nice here, too, because, you know, the Tok'ra talked about this is this is how they operate. That's you true. Know? Yeah, they this infiltrate. Is, they infiltrate and, and they go in. A secret agent, so it's kind of nice to see this in action. Yeah, that's true. And then th- that they, you know, there's there's some truth behind the writing mm-hmm. that it's not just like, oh, we're just gonna write this to make it sound cool. Yeah. Then they uh, that they actually go in and apply it is actually and then I mean, we, it makes sense because there's so few of them. Yeah. How else would they act? Exactly. Uh, we get the first of the gun battles. There's lots of oh, yeah. shots fired. There's lots of gun battling going on. Uh, but the good guys make it into one of the SGC mock-ups. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is team. like my equivalent of, of flipping through the war parts of Gone with the Wind. Yeah. I'm like, aha, fighting, 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 fighting. fighting. next, next. Yeah. I mean, it's a really cool fight. The, it the is. Battles in this, the battles in this episode, I really think, are the 
largest ones we've seen. Sure, yeah. Um, and and sort of the, especially the one later on, the biggest one that we've seen. Yeah, they're very much inspired by World War II movies. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I do, they, they're great for yeah. what they are. I think I just, I personally am like, okay, fighting scene. Well, okay, it's more just when I'm writing the summary, like, they, 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 and then they were fighting. Vital, yeah. <laughs> battles and they fire guns. Yeah. So Sam and Daniel are being escorted by a horse guard and they turn the corner and it's make peace in his team. Sam gives the guard an elbow in the stomach and Daniel knocks the weapon out his hand and make peace in his team take the Jaffa down. Done. And they're like by the way Jack's been taken as a host. So yeah we, uh, are, we broke our Jack. But, Help us please. But don't worry <laughs> we cut to him being frozen to save him uh, but Hathor comes in and wondering what's going on and Raleigh tells her that she is a Tok'ra and if the Tal'ri don't destroy her then the Tok'ra will and Hathor ribbons her across the room and she lands hard. Yeah. Um, Hathor, not happy. No. I'm... Okay, I will save this for later, but Hathor, not a fan. No. Not a fan. Nope. The end. Don't worry. She's (laughs) a former goddess. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So the gate is still secure and make pieces like we're going. ETA is five minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, But the glow of some ring starts up at the gate and they lose radio contact. Um, but wait a minute, we can't move out anyway. Jack, host, yeah. save. Um, yeah, and remember Ma- that time that the leader of our SG-1 team was yeah. frozen? And Mapey <laughs> says that he's a casualty, and Sam tries to protest, but they, she's like, it doesn't really matter, we have to get control of the gate anyway. Right. This is one of two moments in this where I was like, that doesn't seem like the right thing. That they would just leave Jack? That they would just leave Jack. No, I mean, they've, they've clearly find this team to be higher ranking yes. or important, very valuable, or else they wouldn't send like 500 other teams after yeah. them. And then to just leave one member behind, yeah. the lead of the team, yeah. something's fishy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And later, this is, you know, and I can touch on it later, but later when, when Davis is like, oh no, the president and, and the Joint Chiefs of Staff are just saying that just leave them there. Yeah. No, I, like, I don't think they no, would. No, I don't think they would. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, but interesting notes that I find funny here that they apparently brought along extra VDUs for the team because <laughs> Daniel and Jack or Daniel and Sam are just getting into their green camera. Yeah, they're now. like, yes, we're all set now. There's always clothing to steal from people. We like, learn. Well, maybe in the fake SG set. There's, Maybe? like, in the, a fake closet oh. with fake clothing. But they were all future gear, though, <laughs> remember? True. Yeah. Uh, fun notes. In the museum portion. <laughs> <laughs> and we're walking. Um, fun note, and in college, and maybe still now, I would get these, basically these exact green camo BDU jackets from secondhand stores, because nice. the one in college had, a sh- like, a ton of them. There would always be ones here for, awesome. like, dirt cheap and really good condition. And I may have put all of the start, correct Stargate patches on it. That's awesome. And then wear them around for I like, wish that still existed. Does it still exist? It does. Yes! It's in the closet. There will be pictures of that, whether Nixie wants it or not. I have, I have, the, I have the Space Command patch on it. Nice. And, yeah. I always wanted to be like... One of those girls cool enough to wear, like, oh, I'm wearing thrift store military gear or whatever. You know, it was yeah. not, wasn't cool enough to wear it. I don't know. I don't necessarily think I was cool enough to wear it. If you're wearing it, you're cool enough to wear it. And I was, the end. guess I was cool enough to wear it because I wore it pretty consistently. There you go. I also did not have the height to wear anything <laughs> that wasn't, uh, Here's the thing. like, they're also like three sizes too large for me. That makes yeah. And if they're and you're a hundred feet tall, yeah, I can't imagine. I would just belt it and be like, "This is my new dress." You yeah. probably could. This is how I, I think. Live I now. still I I had I think at one point like five of them, but I think I only have two left. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so back on shoe lag, <laughs> a woman comes out uh, telling Tilk a shova, and Tilk's like, "Look, I betrayed no one." I, I feel like Tilk should roll his eyes and be like. How haven't we been through this already? I am not it's a Chauvin. Like, Here's the deal. You're a loser. Okay, sorry. And, but he's like, I betrayed no one. And she's like, except your God. And he's like, false God. Yeah. Dead Correction. false God. Correction. <laughs> Double correction. I, I just love how he was like, uh, no. He's like, first of all, let me correct you. And then let me correct me with my correction yeah. <laughs> about this other correction about how fuck you. And then as they're talking, her two heavies come over to try to intimidate yeah. Teal'c, and it's like, that's not gonna... No, He, he just takes them down real quick. Yeah, there's no intimidating Teal'c. Have we not learned this, people? Yeah. 
And I get it that this is part of the group that that took out Braytag. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tilk lays the situation for how, her out in an actually intimidating way. Yeah. Like, gets up in her face and was like, you're going to go tell everyone that I'm going to speak at the House of Braytag at dawn. I will see everyone there. Although, to be fair, when they actually get to the House of Braytag, I expected there'd be much more of a crowd there. That's true, yeah. These are all the extras they could get the They're like, ah, oh, crap. Where is everybody? I don't know. Craft services? <laughs> everybody was real hungry. It was a long day today. It's like, crap, well, we need to shoot this scene now. Well, the thing is, is, I mean, they hid one guy with a hood up. Yeah. And we didn't know. Just stick more of the SG yeah, team. Yeah, just CG that shit over and over. Well, just stick more of the SG team in there with hoods over <laughs> That's them. true, yeah. It's like Michael Shank standing in, in man That would have been great. Standing in back yeah. hoods over. You should know that they're in there, yeah. <laughs> just get more of a crowd. <gasps> that actually would have been really cool. Um... So, so we're still at night, but on the planet instead, and they can see the gate, which is oddly lit up. Yeah, uh, why? Yeah. It, it was just, it wasn't like spotlights, it was like weird just, lighting. Yeah, it's like a little runway ramp lighting yeah. or something. I don't know. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, and both um, SG-3 and, and and all the bad Jaffa, the, the, the <laughs> Hathor Jaffa, aren't yeah. there. Uh, and they start running for the gate full speed, and then one of them just face plants it into the I like field. how much we just run into it full speed. Yeah, I know. Like, just, ah! Bounce. Yeah. <laughs> Although that seems kind of fun. <laughs> and Trotsky and some Hathor Jaffa ring up. Everyone starts opening fire. There is a giant force field. They fall back. Giant gun turrets erupt from the ground. Yeah, holy farts. There's yeah. even a bigger firefight. I would say the biggest in the series so far. Like, a shit oh, okay. ton of explosions everywhere. It does feel big. It feels very epic. Yeah. Very large, There very are epic. ground mortars. It, I can imagine if you were an actor in this, it's like, you see this this line on the ground do not step off this line as you're yeah, running because death <laughs> and if it doesn't kill you i will kill you because then i have to set all that up again exactly <laughs> it's it's like i'm it's less these things are far enough apart they're not gonna hurt you it's yeah. more of if you get off this line and mess up the shot and i have to reset all this shit up again i will kill you i'm not gonna be happy yeah this will not be good for anybody run on your line mostly for you <laughs> i do love how much you know and again i don't know a lot about it sequence or anything like that but i love like the hand signals and it's like yeah me and let's yeah. go this way and it's like oh this feels like the real deal this is exciting i love it when i can understand what their hand signals mean yeah 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 it's like oh i think they're not asking him to butt yeah <laughs> <laughs> so one explosion reveals a purple glow in the ground and make peace calls everyone over to him it's tokra tunnels uh, we also find out here that Daniel has... Toker Tunnels, again, don't forget, that's one of our bands. Toker Tunnels. <laughs> that, and we also find out that Daniel has a deep bleeding leg gash, but no worries. Yeah, it's Daniel. He's it's, bound to hurt himself. He's fine. Yeah. He has extra blood with him. Yeah. Uh-huh. He coagulates quickly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and But we find out that we don't actually have everyone. SG-6 is not with them. Uh, we're like, no. hopefully they made it to the tree line and are safe. Because then we don't care about no. <laughs> like our SG-1 Do team. we know anyone else? Yeah. No, 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 no. SG-3 at least know a couple guys on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like they should break the fourth wall and be like, listen, they don't have a TV show about the SG-16. Yeah, We're exactly. Done. We're good. Uh, Let's go save RDA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's like, well, if we can't penetrate the barrier, maybe we can go under it. Although, uh, to be fair, the barrier looks like a straight line. Yeah. And you just go around it. Right. Why Although apparently you? later they say it's miles long. And I went, how do you know that? Did you yeah. go miles looking for the edge of the barrier? I hundred because I'm secretly the Flash. Did you walk 500 <laughs> miles? And then 500 more. <laughs> da 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 da. <laughs> Flash will figure it out. To be fair, Flash probably go fast enough to be able to go between the waves of the yeah, that's field true. barrier. Just, just go through straight it. through it. <laughs> Um, also Flash. Also Flash. Also go see the Justice League also, trailer reveal. Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. <laughs> and uh, you guys will know, if you've seen Atlantis, how much I love Jason Momoa. <laughs> Everyone's like, him playing Aquaman is like, well, it's just Cal Drogo of the sea. And I was like, first of all, Cal Drogo would not go into the sea. And he would not <laughs> lie the wooden horses across no. the thing. Second of all, if you've seen Atlantis, you will know that he is basically playing Ronan Dex who talks to fish. 
Nice. Uh, yeah. Now I really can't wait to get to it, Bennis. Oh my god, you're going to love Ronan Deck so much! I need this! Okay, move forward. Like, we, we have a couple years till we get there, sadly, let's and you cannot fast forward. Let's just pre-watch. be the Flash. No. <laughs> it's, so t- it's so tempting now. It's yeah, so no, tempting. you can't. I'm trying. Just listen. Jace okay. Momoa will always be there. <sighs> Yes. That makes me feel better. There okay. <laughs> also, there's a couple other characters in that series you're going to very much like. Done and done. You're going to be a Shepherd fan. <laughs> okay. Trust Interesting. Me. Yeah. Nixie's calling it now, guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, is there anyone out there who's not a Shepherd fan? Exactly. <laughs> um. So, anyways, they uh, with the little handhold Ghoul TV. Yes. Mm, Ghoul TV. Ghoul TV. Sorry, yeah. I almost said it wrong. Trotsky <laughs> tells Hathor that they're in the Tokra tunnels. She tells them that the Tokra spy is dealt with and take as many humans as you can to turn into Japan. I like how his Tokra, t- his ghoul TV turned into like, it was like, I'm going to pick up this random rock. Yeah. <laughs> this is now my ghoul TV. Like most of the time they look like a thing. Yeah, like, yeah. And he was like, oh shit, I fr- look, here it is. No props department. I did not lose the thing you gave me. It's, it's right here. It was always this, right? Yeah, it was all misshapen when you gave it to me. <laughs> I didn't break it. I wasn't... No. So when, <laughs> or, or as I used to say when my mom would catch me, nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Were you doing nothing? <laughs> Why like, are you doing nothing? I'm more worried about you doing nothing than like, something. This is the worst part. This is how terrible of a liar and terrible kid I was. She wouldn't even ask me what I was doing. My mom would walk nearby and go, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. nothing. <laughs> You just all of a sudden you're like sitting there with like with your hands on your lap. Yeah, basically she was like, "You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even in trouble." Well, I mean, okay. you are now. Yeah. It's clearly you've been doing something you weren't supposed to. <laughs> so underground, they run into the barrier as well, uh, and they're like, "The power to make this must be enormous. Yeah. Enormous, I say." So back at the SGC, the real SGC, yeah. uh, they're five hours overdue, and they're like, we're going to open a gate and send a message through and bounce it through the melt. Yes, yeah. Good call. So now it's more now morning on the planet, mm-hmm. and the Stargate activates with uh, with Krofsky and Trofsky. I put a K and then said it. It's Trofsky. And the uh, Jafar's still standing there, and like the Melp's just hanging up behind him. I was like, yeah. when you took over the gate, did you not think about destroying the Melp or moving it aside or kicking it? He was it? like, oh, or that like, thing. You would think they'd be advanced enough to think that that might be something exactly. to worry <laughs> Or they're just like, oh, silly, I forget what they call humans. Uh, silly humans, your tech is so not important to me, I'm just going to leave it there. Plot reasons okay, is why exactly. it's sat there. Exactly. Uh, and so the energy barrier amplifies the radio signal and make Peace and Hammond catch each other up as to what's happening on your side. <laughs> uh, he's like, sending more reinforcements will take time since you took everyone who wasn't already off-world. Basically, we have to train people to send to you <laughs> because but there are we'll, no people left. We'll send people in six hours. He's like, be ready for something then. Yeah. And then Walter pans the melt up to see the situation in the gate. Yeah. Trotsky sees the little camera head moving and uh-huh. was like, no. Dead. Yeah, fire. I wrote I wrote Death of Melp. Yes. And then I thought, oh how poetic. That's yeah. also like severe. Yeah, I know. Death of Melp. I'm gonna write a poem to that melt. We'll to that a, specific melt. We'll write a little couplet. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's gonna be very much like Lisa Simpson's uh <laughs> oh I can't think of it now, of course, but where everything dies when her cat dies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> very melodramatic. Gross. Do you know what my th- my in my head was was uh Batman in the Lego movie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Darkness. Dead parents. That is exactly what it will be. That's what the tongue for the death of the mouth will be. Dark darkness. Dead mouth. Mouth death. (laughs) And that is the poetry corner for the day. Poetry recorded starting. Or Lego Batman. Anyways, they lose communication with the melt because it's kind of dead. Um, <laughs> so in Hammond's office, apparently the president and the Joint Chiefs of Staff are unwilling to risk further loss of life. Uh, and it's not up to Davis. He doesn't agree with Hammond anyway. And Hammond doesn't really give a shit right. if you agree with him or not. Mm-hmm. He promised reinforcements, goddammit. Um, and again, this does not seem like something that they would, like, they would send something through the gate. Yeah, anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't... 
Like, it's a little like, we're just building plot. Yeah, this is clearly the president and Joint Chiefs of Staff have read ahead in the script and realized that they cannot send someone forward. Oh no, we have to play the bad guys for a minute here. Yeah. So let's just, or maybe they're just like really pissed off at the SGT or something <laughs> recently. Maybe Jack, like, I don't know, looked at the president's wife weird. Yeah. The last time they were in DC and he's like, no, nah, fuck those dudes. Fuck them. And their faces. To be fair, it would not be Jack who looked at the president's wife. See, Jack might look, but Daniel's the one that yes. was like, closet, now. Exactly. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're there. Yeah, Daniel would be the one going, huh? Yeah. Huh? yeah. Do you need to check your coat? Actually, I think it'd be less. Can I check your coat? Also, check your coat now, these dirty things. Check your coat, people. <laughs> I think it would it would be less of Daniel like going huh and more Daniel like with his tongue out you think he's being slick and he's not actually it's like being... no stop that yeah <laughs> why are you staring yeah her eyes are up there what's wrong with you are you okay why are you twitching are you dying what world were you in recently poor Daniel yeah. <laughs> he's like you, look Daniel. at my sexy new haircut and they're like no down. Where's my water gun? <laughs> I scored him like a puppy. Oh, we love you, Daniel. We, we do fun love because you, we Daniel. Care. Yeah. You are a hound dog. Um, <laughs> and this is also this is also where make peace. Speaking of Daniel, hands Daniel a handgun here. Yeah. And I don't know much about guns, but you probably shouldn't grab it by the barrel of the gun when yeah. it's loaded. <laughs> Do you think Megapiece immediately regrets his decision? He's like, oh, that's not a good sign. How about I take that back? Just, Why don't you hold this baton? Well, it's really, just, there's a thousand Zack guns around. Go take a Zack gun off a guard that you just took yeah. down. Hand the Zack gun to Daniel. Yeah, well, it's just, it's one of those, like, immediate mistake, immediate mistake. Like, I think I, I lent something once to a niece of mine when she was little. I want to say a phone. But as you're handing it off, you're like, nope, don't do it, don't do it. And you're like, I've already committed, I have to do it. It's like, nope, but look at that, look what he's doing. Look how he's holding that thing, he's gonna kill himself. He's gonna kill himself. Yeah, anyway. It was Luckily, not, does not kill himself. Doesn't somehow <laughs> kill himself. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we see uh, that Sam is now like, she's, so in the, t- uh, in the tunnels that we yes. see Make peace handing Daniel the word gun. Yes. Sam's like, okay, the barriers have to be powered by something powerful because they extend for miles. Because power, yeah. Because somehow they walked yeah. 500 miles. And then, yeah. And then back. More. Um, and then, and like, well, the Tok'ra used these tunnels. They must lose the base somehow. So Sam wants to go back and try to shut them down. Daniel wants to go, but like, no, you're hurt. You yeah. stay here. Uh, you're going to slow me down. I feel like even if he wasn't hurt, she'd be like, she'd kick him and be like, oh, you're hurt. You got to stay here. Get out of my hair. Instead, uh, Makepeace will send an entire team with her. But she's like, look, y- if I can take these things down, you should have everyone you can yep. to take down the turrets at the same time. That's fair. And we'll blow the generator and take down the turrets at the same time the reinforcements are coming through the gate. Mm-hmm. At this point, we see Sam running through and, like, hiding from Jaffa in the Tokyo tunnels, and suddenly she's completely geared up as she came, like, to this planet from the SGC Well, you know, on a mission. because reasons. Okay. Yeah. Sh- sh- okay. Continuity is not an issue when you can travel in time. <laughs> so back at Braytech's house, uh, Braytech comes out on the little, like, Juliet balcony there. Yes. Uh-huh. And announces Teal'c. And then Teal comes out and basically successfully... And lets down his hair! No, just kidding. <laughs> like, it is I'm, very romantic. I'm now writing in Teal for president in the election yeah, in November. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I, I'm for it. Yeah. Um, this man what knows... What Teal's badass speech. Teal like, knows how to make a speech. He knows how to raise a group of people up and to basically do whatever he wants. Although somehow half these people are buttheads and somehow yeah. are like, no, we're still too chicken. His rhetoric game is on point. Oh, his rhetoric game is on point. He's, Everyone else is just butts. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. But and So butts. they're like, you must grow. You know, he tries to tell them, this is their time. It will not come again. You must be strong like the Tari have done. He calls for the Jaffa who seek freedom to battle with them against the Gould. And in the end, most people leave. Yeah. Um, but a couple of have, have remained, and uh, including one who has a very large hood, and you can only see his nose. Um, and he yeah. and Teal goes down and and like you know salutes the the Jaffa who have stayed. And suddenly it is Hammonds of Texas. Dun, 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 dun. I feel like he needed, I've been singing the Wonder Woman song a lot to Stormageddon, and I'm like, Stormageddon! But I feel like we needed it for Hammond. Jennifer Hammond! 
as he takes the hood off. Yes. And he needs to like glow or yeah. you know, just oh. like <laughs> I feel like you just need something very epic to happen. I know. <laughs> Kaylee heard the storm again and song, and she's like, where is he? Are you calling my name? Is he here? <laughs> uh, she woke up from her nap. She's still tired from playing. <laughs> Listen, she's she's going to be two in a couple weeks, and she played with a very young puppy for yeah. an like, hour and a half yesterday, and she's still sleeping from it. Uh, yeah, and I was like, do whatever you can, Kaylee. It's <laughs> like, I tried. I tried to tire your dog out. Your dog is not a, a earthly being. <laughs> I'm pretty well, sure that our dog is secretly Stitch. Until they get Stitch. a little bit older, they basically are an alien no, I'm certain. I'm certain that he's going to grow a couple more arms and start speaking to us. Is he Nibbler? He's, oh, he is Nibbler. I, I don't know. His poop would make you think he's definitely Nibbler. <laughs> Uh, and Hammond Hammond of Texas he's like this is not what I'd call an army but it's a start and listen guys I kind of need your help because (laughs) my support system on earth has thrown me you know shut the door on my face you guys help me because I like you guys and you guys like me and you like the team remember that time that we were all friends can we be friends again because friends for friendship and magic and, uh, but I'm trying to, I think I was, I'm accidentally singing the Nightman song from It's Always Sunny Philadelphia. Oh, I was starting to go, that sounds like something that'd be the intro of, of My Little Pony. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> friendship is magic. <laughs> so back in the cryo room, Sam finds, uh, Raleigh against the, uh, uh, the, she's like not moved. Right. There's no wounds, but she's just, not, I guess it's all internal bleeding. Yeah. Um, or and- she's just a big... You know, baby. Yeah, that too. Uh, she tells her how to bring Jack back uh, and tells them that the Gould's gone, destroyed before the meld could happen because of the cold. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they pulls Jack up. Jack is, like, still coming out of unconsciousness. She's like, it's okay, I don't sense a Gould. But as she turns the corner, there is Hathor. Awesome. Ah. With her hand to her ring device. She hand cannot device be up. stopped. She's like, no. I will not be ignored, Dan. And we're like, lady. <laughs> Where's Glenn Close when you need her? Yeah. I know. So back in the tunnels, they're getting the good teams getting fired on. Uh, someone goes down and gets hit, and Daniel goes to try to help them, but Makepeace drags him away as they run mm-hmm. because the Jafar are coming. Uh, and in the cryo room, Sam is getting the ring device to the brain. Uh, right. And is suddenly grabbed from behind by Jack, and they struggle, and Jack is thrown into the cryogenic freezer like Darth Vader throws the yeah. Emperor at yeah. the end of Return of a Jedi. Done and done, yes. Uh, Sam and Jack hug. Hathor's gone. Jack is just cold. He's a little chilly, but he's still him. Uh, and they catch up on the situation outside. Um, I will say that I did cheer when Hathor died. Yes. Although now I'm like, wait, what if Hathor's not really dead? Because nobody really dies here. You did not but see I'm the body. Hoping, yeah, I am hoping that she's dead. Officially, I'm, I'm, I cheered a I'm lot. I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I know if she said or not. I know. I know. I know, and I'm not trying to <laughs> bleed it out of you. <laughs> so Raleigh tells him that, yeah, the barrier controls are here, but somehow I can't tell you where they are. <laughs> um, and her symbiote may still heal her, and they rush off and never once thank her. Because they're like, like, yeah, yeah, peace, useless. The one thing I, I, I found, I found when Jack's like, I'm just cold. I'm a little chilly. I was like, you are from Minnesota. Yeah, you're fine. Dude. Yeah. Relax. You're fine. You've been in Hollywood for too long. <laughs> that's really what you say. You've been in Colorado for but way that, too long. Yeah, that's true, though. You would think that they'd be a little more grateful to um, our yeah. camper friend. They, like, uh, saved him from getting taken as a host. Yeah. They're, helped him get rid of Hathor. Helped him sneak plans out for people to come rescue. Yeah. They, no one wants thanked Raleigh for all yeah. this. Yeah. This I feel like she's going to come back and be an evil villain at some point and be like, all I wanted was a thank you. you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> was that so hard? So in the woods of Chulak, Retect, uh, Teal'c, and Hammond are going on a road show that I would like an entire episode of. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, please. They're looking yeah. for something. Since the gate is well defended, they're going to need an advantage. Uh-huh. And Braytech happened to hide one out here one years ago. <laughs> it's been sitting out here for like a hundred years, though. Yeah. Literally. It's, and then he uncovers the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> this hunk of junk. Yeah. Um... <laughs> The forest has changed a lot since then, so they're kind of lost. But suddenly he finds it. It's an old death glider. Uh, and Braytech is not going to fly it because threading the needle is a skill for the young. <laughs> and at this point, we're like, what does he mean by threading yeah. the needle? Hmm. Hmm. We'll find out soon. Yeah. So Sam and Jack are still roaming the fake SGC looking for the generator. Uh, conveniently, though, in the fake gate room, there's a giant switch yeah. on the wall. 
Which just happens Let's to... not hide that at all or anything. Yeah. Which happens to pull back the fake wall of the gate room to show a massive generator. I guess it's a good thing they picked the right fake SGC. Right, right, yeah. Unless they all just are like, they're like the four different walls of the generator yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're going to go set off a lot of C4 to be set off by remote. That makes sense. Uh, in, the, in the tunnels, um, you know, they turn a corner and, and our team is caught by Chafa. Yeah, they, they, were, they weren't going to get away that easy. No, yeah. and then and then Daniel turns around to go the other way, and then he gets caught by Chapak. Well, because it's Daniel. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Sam and Jack come up to the gate over the ridge. They see everyone on their knees in front of the gates. This was no, not part of the plan. Yeah. As Sam cl- clarifies, <laughs> Trotsky calls out for them to surrender now, or her friends will get killed one by one. And he points this at Daniel, who calls out for Sam not to listen. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure Sam wasn't going to. Yeah. Uh, and Sam says the reinforcements should be here in a couple minutes. They can blow the C4 from a distraction, but in reality, probably better if they just buy some more time because as soon as they blow the C4, he's yeah. going to start shooting people. Yeah, so basically just stall. Yeah. So Jack's like, okay. So he thinks that I'm a ghoul, right? Yeah. He goes, alrighty, I got a plan. Yeah, done and done. Blow the C4 when the cavalry arrives. Where's my chewing gum? Oh, wait, wrong series. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's like, what if they don't? And Jack's like, what if they don't? And he's like, no, no, they will. No, don't worry. Just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. Shh, shh, shh. Nothing. I don't nothing. Know what yeah. nothing. Go, go save them, Jack. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll blow the C4. <laughs> so Jack walks off and yells, Jaffa, Cree. He's like, secretly, this is all the gold I know. And Trotsky says something back in gold. And Jack's like, I said Cree. Yeah. Jaffa. That's uh, right. More um, Cree to you. And he, as he's walking up, he goes to make peace. He's like, nice rescue, dude. Good job. Yeah, way to rescue us. Um, and he, he, uh, he's like, look, Trotsky, before you go shooting and killing and ruining what could be the start of a beautiful friendship here. Yeah. As he quotes Casablanca. Uh, <laughs> he's like, our beloved Hathor is dead. Yeah. He's like, impossible. She's a goddess. He's like, Okay. Ex-goddess, maybe, but I killed her myself. You should trust me. She's gone. She's no more. Yeah. She's well. And he thinks, and it's like, let's face it, she's a former queen. <laughs> and I love how he thinks about this here. I'm pretty sure he's just explicitly quoting Monty Python on yeah. purpose. <laughs> like, the way that he thinks about it, he's like, this sounds like, oh, no, that's Monty Python. He goes, she's where did I come queen. on from this? <laughs> Why is this familiar? I don't feel that this came from me. And then she's initially. like, oh no, she's a former queen. Yeah. <laughs> Finish the quote. <laughs> Let's just, yeah, commit. They've probably never seen it. Although, wouldn't it be great if Trotsky had seen it? And he'd be like, hey, that's from Monty Python. <laughs> like, he's secretly really into, you know, Earth, 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 Earth. culture, or like pop, Brit- or just British and pop culture. Ooh. Like, it's a huge Noel Fielding fan. Yeah. <laughs> Are we all? Yeah, yes. yes. So, when the Stargate then starts to light up, and we see him. Teal and Hammond in the glider on the other side of the gate. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, firing the weapons will be Hammond's responsibility. Yep. Sam blows the generator, takes down the barrier, uh, and, you know, <laughs> Hammond wants to know what Teal meant about threading the needle. And yeah. Teal's like, observe. And yeah. he punches it, and we get the look on Hammond's face as you take off on a roller coaster that oh, is yeah. magnetic, like those magnetic shoot roller yeah, coasters. Yeah, yeah. That's the look on his face. Push it! It's like, oh, am I going to vomit? No. There's there's too much gravity pulling me so that I can't vomit. I just swallowed my vomit. <laughs> so they fly through the gate. Hammond starts firing, takes up one turret. Jack yells everyone to get down. Yes. All of the SG members drop immediately. Yeah. He fires at Trotsky. I um, love that the, the SG teams know to get down, yeah, yeah. but nobody else does. I, like, if I think if I were to fly, I'd be like, these fuckers are all dropping. I'm going to drop. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so then Jack has to leap out of the way to a avoid a turret. Uh, leads some Jaffa through the gates and Hammond gets another turret and yells yee That is the greatest Here's line. Here's the thing. is like, if you're Hammond, you probably have not been in the field on a mission yep. like this in, in a long like time. decade or so. Yep. He is like, this is the greatest ride of his life. That's true. He was yeah. like, you guys get to have all the fun through the gate. I finally get to go he's through like, the gate. This is the greatest thing ever. Do it again. <laughs> you think afterwards, he's like, hey, Teal, remember that time? Remember that time when they t- tell him about the time we threaded the needle? And it's like, his, his wife's like, we've heard this story a hundred times. <laughs> Today alone. Or when he gets drunk. Like, you know, after, like, oh, yeah. a couple of beers, he's yeah. like, hey, 
Do you guys know there was this one time I threaded the needle? Do you want to know, Do you wanna know what that means? means? And they're like, we know what it means, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's, it's not a dirty sex thing either. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I love it. It's pretty much the greatest scene of the it's entire episode. So this entire scene is just worth it for yeah. Hammond's in the death glider, and man. Good for Hammond. It's time for him to feel a little I know. more, you know, outside of the office did, every now did, and then. Can I just say, did you know, I, I, I learned this like two weeks ago, mm. speaking of Hammond and how awesome Dennis Davies is, do you know okay. he has a, a, a PhD what? in like act, in like theatrics? No. Yeah. He taught. Jesus. He taught acting in theater. He has like a PhD in like drama and liter like dramatic what? critique or something. Whoa, like this. whoa, that's blowing. That's from crazy. like in the seventy. Like he got it when he was younger. Like he taught <laughs> college and then went back into acting. Holy crap! He's like, yeah, oh, why not? Like the most interesting man in the world has nothing on Donna Davies. No, like Donna Davies is actually the most interesting man in the world. Wow. Yeah. Right on, Donna Davies. Now my favorite person. He's freaking awesome. Anyway, so the situation is quickly controlled. Uh, Jack greets Braytech. Braytech calls him human. And <laughs> we see Teal'c and Hammond walking up from their parked and hovering glider. And we pan up and fade out with everyone joined together and the rest of the SG teams and Braytech lining up Hathor's Jafra. Everybody happily celebrating. Yes. The Ewoks are dancing. <laughs> and next week we get Seth. No, actually, I take that back. In two weeks, we get Seth. Next week, we're going to do a tangent cast. Yes, uh, in light of the new Star Trek coming out, which Nixie is having a hard time containing herself. Hey, hey guys, you know how much I love Stargate? (laughs) You know I love Stargate, right? Um, Stargate is not my first love. (gasps) It is not my number one love. It's, of the of the star theme. Oh no, shows. I'm just talking in general. Oh, like okay. like the star shows are my favorite shows. Period. Oh, all shows, got it. Um, but no, Star Trek is my home. <laughs> so you know, some of you might know there is a little movie coming out, or that it, just it, came out. It already came out. That's right. Uh, and so next week we will be tangent casting on that. And of course, because Comic Con is is nearby, it's yeah. just happening. Uh, we can't not touch on that. So we're gonna have yeah. One we're gonna we're gonna touch about some things we learned uh, in, in next week in the tangent cast. We're gonna touch about uh, Star Trek Beyond. We're going to touch what little 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 bit we know now about Star Trek Discovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're gonna touch on some of the Marvel and DC happenings that we we saw this week from San Diego. Comic-Con. Any other exciting things that come out of Comic Con, we will yes. bring for you. There's a couple of things Comic-Con. I'm excited for that are not necessarily star related. <laughs> uh, and they look like terrible. Okay, so the guy Richie King Arthur looks like a terrible movie in the greatest Listen, way possible. But it it's is King unmarred. Arthur and Guy Ritchie. Like. Yeah, it, it's unmarred by any historical <laughs> oh. fiction. <laughs> I don't think Guy Ritchie <laughs> bothers with history. No, no, no. He's like, no, fuck all that. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so we have an exciting tangent cast coming for you. We may have guest star or two. Yes. We don't know. We're, we're, we're working on it, possibly. But... So this starts our ranking well, for season three. I actually before before we get into there, I had one more point oh, yeah. that I I have an interesting thought that I had while watching this. Okay, was this was the past episode and this episode actually done in sort of story chronological order? Because here's what I was guessing: Teal'c was unconscious for three weeks before okay. we even get to Teal'c's storyline, and oh. I can imagine he was on Chulak for a while. Like, the way that, oh. like, Make Peace and everything came back. I can imagine, you know, Teal'c may have been gone for two, three, maybe even four weeks on Chulak. Okay. Like, you know, type stuff. So, my, my question is, is, like, is how long was SG-1 frozen? Did all of... Oh. did is Is it one of those things where, like, Teal... This, the, chronologically, Teal'c woke up and left... The SGC before and was on Chulak before the SG One storyline even started. Oh, like was the team frozen for those three weeks? You mean? Yeah. Or, well, what's her other option? Because I don't necessarily think that SG One was like awake and trying to remember these memories for three right. weeks. No, I think you're right. I think they were out maybe as long as he was. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, and thinks or or. Or maybe longer. And that's and part of me almost wants to say that, like, 
they they intermixed and they recut. It's kind of like Game of Thrones where you don't yeah. really know what the chronological order of stuff is. Like That's things sort of jump around just to sort of fill out the plot. I hadn't even given that any thought. Part yet. of me wants to say that they didn't even like Hathor didn't because to me it seems like they were only awake. Like Jack was awake maybe a day before he broke out and started getting the rest of the team. Right. So part of me wants to say is that Teal was already on Shulok by the time that Jack woke up. By the time that Jack and the rest of the team woke up. I I had not thought about it at all, but that makes a lot more sense. There's, there's no proof to say that they weren't, and there's no proof to say that they were. Right. So it's just like the way I was watching today going, I kind of, I wouldn't have necessarily thought about it until I've been so conditioned to not, to not expect the story happening in chronological right. order after right. Game of Thrones, because right. they jump all around like crazy That's there. true. That's very um, true. Time passes in different times. Like, time passes differently in different parts yeah, of Westeros. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so that's <laughs> kind of what I thought. Anyway, it's just a thought I had. So. I like that. No, I, I absolutely like that. And I think I agree with you. I think that the our, our SG team was frozen for quite a bit longer than yeah. than, than Teal'c was unconscious yeah. for. Teal'c did a lot of work. Yeah, he He's did. our secret hero. <laughs> so, so into rankings. Um, yes. Where does Into the Fire rank on your season three list? <laughs> so, simple enough, Into the Fire takes first place because wow. it's the only thing we've seen. Shocker! What? Uh, yeah. But this gives us a great little opportunity to go over the rest of our season two and then to get back into our top ten. Yeah, so our top ten, as it stands now, uh, because it was only one season, number one, uh, I'll go in reverse order, I should okay. say. Number ten uh, was Korai. <laughs> number nine was Thor's Hammer. Number eight was Tin Man. Number seven was The Nox. Number six was Children of the Gods. Number five was Singularity. Number four was Serpent's Grasp and Serpent's Lair. Number three was The Enemy Within. Number two, Solitudes. And number one, uh, surprisingly enough, was Torment of Tantalus. Yep, that's... So here's the deal. Um, I still love Torment of Tantalus. I do too. However, mm. I have an argument that I have an episode that can replace Torment of Tantalus as the number one episode. All right, let's play. Fifth race. Ooh. Here's why. Okay. Torment of Tantalus, we had put it number one, if I remember correctly, because A, it's a really just a really all-around great episode of Stargate, right. but because it's set up, we learned all this history and we learned right. all these open doors. The reason I would say that I would place Fifth Race as our number one episode okay. so far of Stargate is because we called it when we aired it is the perfect Stargate episode. That's true. We it did has, call it that. It has the action, has the comedy, has mythology, has character building. We we it opened, I think, just as many doors as the Torment of Tantalus did. It in does terms actually complement it in the it way does. that. Torment and Talent Tantalus told us, hey, there's this was a meeting place mm-hmm. for these group of, of United Nations, so to speak. And this built off of that. And then Fifth Race tells us this is who they were. Exactly. <gasps> so that is fair. my argument of Fifth Race. It has a mythology um, that builds in, but it's also an episode that it we called it the blink. We called it this perfect yeah, episode. We did. Uh, that has right. everything that is Stargate. The comedy, the action, the characters, mythology. So here's my dilemma. Yeah. I absolutely agree with everything you're saying. Yes. But I don't want it off the list. No, I don't think so Torment's going to kick off the list. No. So what's the first thing that comes off our list? If we throw Fifth Race at the top, which we're both agreeing on. Well, here's what I would say. Okay. Instead of right now kicking anything off the list. Okay. Let's it's just reorder. Things, reorder and we'll get down to, you know, 13, 14, 15. Like and then it's just whatever's at the bottom Peace has out. to be cut. Okay. And let's that, do it. And that's the cold, logical way of like. <gasps> Oof, that hurts. Yeah. That hurts my emotional heart. Let's and so do it's it. one of those like, it's not like it's a bad episode. It's just no longer in this top 10 ranking. Done and done. So number one is now going to be the fifth, fifth race. race. Let's do it. Um, okay. So what else from season two do we think needs to be on this list? Um, so I feel like, um, darn it. Where am I? Um, I think Tokra's got a place in here. Like, Token, I, yeah. I do know that, and, and, and my, my argument's a little weak, so I want to play with it. Okay. Uh, you know, Fifth Race tells us, you know, we have the Asgard, we have the Nox, we have the Furlings, and we have yeah. the, oh, I forget the name of our last ones. Ancients? The Ancients. Um, and we do find out that um, the, the Tok'ra aren't really part of this thing, but yeah. they're really important to our fight with 
with the gold. Yeah. Uh, so in the way that these these four races are important, so is the Tok'ra. So I feel like they have some sort of, uh, the more I talk about it, the more I'm confused I get, but the more I want it in there. <laughs> I think the Tok'ra is just this new ally that we found. Yeah. That, you, you know, it gives us this other side of what the gold could be. I know they're not gold and they would hate to be called gold. Well, here's, okay, so let's let's start sort of, would we place it above or because it's a nice bench point to go by, mm. would we place it above or below Children of the Gods? Oh. I would place that directly below it. Yeah, that's something above the Nox. I'm thinking it can be above the Nox. I think so, too. Okay. Because the Nox, as much of a great standalone episode as it is, is covered in the fifth race. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not trying to get rid of it yet, but I definitely think it, 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 you know, it stays down there a little bit. So what else would go on this list? Because I know what else episode I would want to put on this list. I'm going to let you go next then. 1969. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm all for that. I think it's fun. I think it's fun in the same way Solitude is fun. Yeah. Um, well, a completely different way than Solitude right, is but, fun. But in that sense that it doesn't affect the long-term story. Yeah. Um, but... What a great way to introduce but, Hammond. Dear gosh, I really, just because it's 1969, uh-huh. I almost want to put it above Torment of Tantalus. <gasps> Holy crap. You're asking me to give yeah. up my baby. Um, now, it's not okay. taking Torment off the That's list. That's true. Torment is I'm just, just saying, solid like, top five. Like, I mean, it's 1969. I will give you this. I will give you 1969 because it gives us an origin story for General Hammond. And it is so much fun. It is so much fun. And aside from all the fun and all the things that we see and Daniel's bad joke. Like, accident, how many times are you going to go back and watch 1969? That's true. Yeah. And it's a fun one to watch. Um, yeah. But my, what's selling me is the idea is that we get some Hammond. Yeah. We get, and, and just this impressionable young kid uh, who then becomes the leader, our, our, our fearless leader. So are there anything else from this season that goes on this list. There are a lot of episodes that I loved. I know. Uh, you know, I loved Bane. Uh, yes. I could still sit here and tell you why it's <laughs> metamorphosis and it's the greatest thing. I loved a need. Um, Need's good. And I liked Secrets. Secrets. Um, yeah. And those were really good episodes. But I, I, I think, think they're my personal favorites well, and not necessarily. I would say this. If we're going on the top 10, it is like, here's the, the top 10 best episodes of Stargate. I think of those three Mm-hmm. The one I'd put on this list, because I do enjoy Bane and I really enjoy Neat, but mm-hmm. of those three, I think the list the ones that sh- might go on this list is Secrets. Okay. Because it is... And what's interesting is, to me, that is the least of my favorites of those three. Well, I was more thinking of... Again, it's it's the balance of, is this the enjoyable episode or is this the key episodes of the series? Right. I mean, it does tell us... And we don't have... Like, right now, on this list, we have both gut loves, like 1969, and key to the series, like Torment of Tantalus. Right, right. And and Torment of Tantalus, to me, is a little bit of I love, and and it's a little bit of both. I think, for me, that is my top episode ever. Um, I... I don't need to add anything else. Yeah, no, I think we're good. I think we're good. So I, we have three episodes to knock off. Mm-hmm. Uh, we lose Korai, we lose Thor's hammer, which hurts my soul a little bit, and but, we lose Tin Man. But we still have the Asgard in there. And yes. So we don't lose exactly the, the essence of Thor's hammer. So um, our list did, got mixed up just a little bit at number yep. ten for the first two seasons of yep. Stargate. The top ten episodes, according to Nixie and Grace, are number ten, The Knox. Number nine, Tok'ra. Number eight, Children of the Gods. Number seven, Singularity. Number six, Serpent's Grasp, Serpent's Lair. Number five, The Enemy Within. Number four, Solitudes. Number three, Torment of Tantalus. Yay. Number two, 1969. And rounding out number one is The Fifth Race. Yay! That feels great. That feels I'm good. actually really happy with this. Yeah. Done and done. If you guys have any that you think we should have put in the list let and have know. reasons for it, let us know. I'm all for hearing it. Uh, or if you would swap the order around. I really like this. This yeah. feels really good. Uh, cool. Let's do it. Uh, but yes, thank you again for listening, always. Yes. Um, we will see you guys next week with a tangent cast. With a tangent cast that is a little break still before we get themed. Yep, a little break before we get into the depths of season yep. three. Yep, yep. Uh, nice little uh, little breathing room. And, and when we get into the rest of season three, uh, I the next episode, Seth, I find. <laughs> 
I I love Seth, and I think there's some people that that won't find it interesting. To me, Seth is ridiculous. Like I I enjoy it. I'm curious mostly because of the name of the episode. Yeah, alone. it's like, like what is it happening? Is, it's it's a it's a different different <laughs> stretch for Stargate, and I I enjoy gotcha. it. I think it's fun. Done so. and done. Okay, if you guys again, if you have anything to add to our list, or if you think anything should come off the list and why, uh, you can find us on Twitter. At Terra Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at There's No Place Like Terra. Uh, or you can email us at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. Um, you can always rate and review us on iTunes if yes. you would like. We would love you for that. Yes, we, we like those. Um, and thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week with the Tangent Cast. Uh, stay tuned if you have seen oh. all of the series and, and have seen Arc of Truth and Continuum. Uh, stay tuned for After the Music for a little spoiler talk. Secret track. Yeah. Bye. Hey guys, um, spoil future according to Stargate section. Uh, there's not too, too much to say about Into the Fire except for, yes, Hathor is dead. We never see her again, and the peasants reach base. Um, but, you know, I mentioned that the other night I happened to watch both um, Arc of Truth and Continuum. And it was really fun to, because for the past year, um, I haven't like watched ahead in in the series as we've been doing this podcast for you know essentially a year now uh, within a couple weeks. So I hadn't seen later seasons in a while and you know it was this wonderful refresh in in Arc of Truth to see you know Cam and Vala on the team and how like cynical and snarky Daniel gets even way more so than now um and you know Tilk's a bit looser and you know the the difference in um relationship that Sam and Cam have to Sam and Jack uh, that you know this complete equals brother sister relationship that they have uh, and Vala on the team. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait till Grace sees Vala. Um, and you can see here in the spoiler section, I don't take Kaylee's collar off if you heard her shaking in the background. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but it, like, you know, to the Ori plotline that finishes up in Arc of Truth, um, and how, you know, even, you know, I, f- I feel like the, the Gould. And in the storylines there, they they do have sort of a statement on religion, um, but it feels a little more distant and less personal, considering it is a a much more historical religion, one that is not necessarily as current as contemporary. That's um, you know not as followed these days. But when you get into the Ori plotline, at the end there. Man, that gets a lot more into commentary on current religions, and and I am someone who finds all that extremely fascinating. Um, so that was a lot of fun. I did make me want to go back and watch Unending, but I didn't know if the if I have the heart to watch Unending because that episode always gets me simply because of of what it is. Um, and then watching watching Continuum. Which I'll admit, I think the first couple times I saw Continuum, I wasn't overly crazy about it. Um, but watching it now, after not having seen it in a while, it I enjoyed it a lot more. The the moment in the middle there, um, where the the three of them are forced to part ways, um, Cam and Sam and uh, and Daniel, and told that they can't even contact one another. For some reason, that almost gut-checked me emotionally way more than it should have. You know, these these three people who really, you know, truly are family to each other, being told they can't even contact one another is just, you know, to me, that's 
That is more of a loss to Daniel than him losing <laughs> the bottom half of his leg. Although he recovers from that fairly quickly because after a year he's still using a, a cane and then suddenly you know 20 minutes later in the episode he doesn't even have a limp anymore uh <laughs> but also can i just say ball is really he's the coolest of all the gold we ever meet right ball is the best because i'm pretty sure he's the best gold and like the one gold you're almost rooting for he's He's awesome. I can't... Another character I can't wait for for uh, Grace to get to. But yeah, it was it was this really nice, refreshing moment to, to sort of flash forward and to see the, the team as they exist at the end of the series. Um, and to see uh, Donna's Davies in Continuum, you know, for, for the last time was... was uh, Truly wonderful, because um, really we just lost him way too soon. Uh, although he did have a very full eventful life. Um, so yeah, I didn't really have anything organized for these, as you can tell as I'm rambling. But it was just kind of that I, I, I sort of wanted that it, it was a brief thing I wanted to say in in the main cast, and I couldn't really uh, because of spoilers. Um, but it's just that that taste of I can't wait till we get here later in the series. Uh, Grace is a huge fan of the Arthurian legends. So to get to Merlin, to get to the Ori, to get to all this, I absolutely cannot wait. She's going to dig it. It just seems so many years in the future. But um, but yeah, it was if you if if you've seen all the stuff and you, you go back and watch Arc of Truth Continuum, man, they are they were very refreshing after having not seen them in admittedly much longer than I've seen the rest of the series. So it was a it was a nice little taste. Um, oh, the one other thing I was gonna say for uh, this episode for Into Fire is I love um, the nice little what eventually we get the idea for the puddle jumpers <laughs> in the little uh, sort of ancient form of the death glider. 100, 100 year old death glider uh, eventually turns into our puddle jumpers. Um, yeah, it's exciting. Also, on a complete change of subject, um, um, if you've seen the preview for Justice League, Jace Momoa is basically just playing around in decks, right? Because that's running decks. Everyone else is. That's Cal Drogo. No, that's Ronan Dex. <laughs> that is just a grumpy, the grumpy Ronan Dex that we get when we first meet him in the beginning of season two. That's, he just talks to fish now. Uh, yeah. Alrighty. Well, we will see you next week. Uh, I'm very excited to talk about Star Trek because I love Star Trek. So uh, be sure to catch that. And hopefully this wasn't too rambling for you guys. I'm sorry. It's late. Um, but I will see you next week. Bye.